This shit a motherfucking layup. I been Steph Curry with the shot. Been cooking with the sauce. Chef Curry with the pot, boy. Live from the 301. Live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode four of Curry in the Pot. Today's topics are Russell Westbrook. Yesterday, Russell Westbrook broke Oscar Robinson's record for the most triple doubles in a single season. We're going to talk about that. Also, we're going to talk about what's wrong with the Cavs. Yesterday, the Cavs blew a 26-point lead to the Atlanta Hawks. We're going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about D'Angelo Russell. Uh, D'Angelo Russell hit a big game-winning shot last night uh, against the Minnesota Timberwolves. We're going to talk about what that shot meant. And we're going to talk about Damian Lillard, who had a big outing over the weekend. And we're also going to talk NFL news. Marshawn Lynch visited the Raiders last week. We're going to talk about that, what's next for him. And also a reported surfacing around he's been privately expressing interest in the Patriots. So we're going to talk about that and what that could possibly mean as well. Uh, we're also going to talk uh, MVP race, uh, who should win MVP in the NBA. And we're going to talk a little bit local news. So let's get right into it. The first big news is probably the news that everybody wants me to talk about. And Russell Westbrook broke Oscar Robertson's record for the most triple doubles in a single season with his 42nd triple double yesterday. That is pretty interesting. Uh, yesterday, Russell Westbrook broke Oscar Robinson's record. He had a monster game with 50 points, 16 rebounds, and 10 assists. And he also hit a big game-winning shot. And that shot was uh, pretty impressive. Uh, the shot also eliminated the Denver Nuggets from playoff contention as the Trailblazers leapfrogged them for the uh, eighth seed. And uh, that was just a big-time shot. Russell Westbrook, uh, many people think that he should win MVP based off of uh, breaking that record. Um, I think he should win it, but the question is, will he? Um, if you look in the past, uh, you know, the Thunder only have 46 wins. The Rockets have 54, and the Rockets are also the third seed. So we're just going to see. Uh, both seeds are locked up. The Rockets have the third. OKC has the sixth. Uh, historically, um uh, the MVP that has won, they, their team had the better record. So we're just going to see how that plays out. I'm going to head over to the Eastern Conference. Uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers lost to the Atlanta Hawks yesterday after blowing a 26-point lead, as well as being outscored 44-18 to in the final quarter. <laughs> that don't make no sense. But, uh... You're right, LeBron, that does not make sense. Blowing a 26-point lead. And losing to the Hawks, LeBron also fouled out in overtime. Uh, I disagree with the foul call. It was a, it was a very petty, uh, believe over the back call. It was terrible, but that still does not excuse you all from lose for losing to the Atlanta Hawks and blowing a 26 point lead. You guys also lost to the Hawks last week on your home floor, and their starters didn't even play. So what's going on? Is it time to panic for the Cleveland Cavaliers? Uh, despite a big 45-point performance from Kyrie and a triple-double performance for LeBron, the Cleveland Cavaliers right now look very vulnerable. I don't know if they're just really bored with the regular season. Are uh, they just waiting for the playoffs? I don't know. They just look out of sync right now, out of whack. Uh, their bench isn't playing well. They also aren't playing very good defense at all. 
um, letting Atlanta score 126. I know the game went into overtime, but Cleveland just has looked piss poor defensively. Um, they look really vulnerable. Uh, I think the Wizards can give them a series if they both reach the Eastern Conference Finals. But we know we know Cleveland, we know LeBron teams, they, they tend to just turn on the switch, especially when the postseason comes right around and it's next weekend. So we're just going to see. Uh, it's going to be really interesting. I don't think that there's a team in the Eastern Conference that could beat them four times in a row. I do think that the Wizards could give them a scare, maybe wake them up and uh, make them possibly have to overcome some adversity. It's going to be really interesting to see. Uh, the Cavs just look really vulnerable. They look awful. I'm going to head over to the Western Conference and talk about my team, the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, last night, uh, D'Angelo Russell, he hit a game-winning shot uh, against the Minnesota Timberwolves, and the shot was dedicated to his grandmother who had passed away uh, earlier in the day, and I just want to play you all a, a brief soundbite of what he had to say uh, in his post-game interview. That's tragic. That's God's hands, man. I can't. I can't really control that. That's God making that shot. That shot was for my granny, man. I, I wasn't even gonna play tonight. Honestly, man, that, that's that's all God right there. First of all, sorry to hear about you. And that is all God. Um. That shot was big. I know many people uh, are kind of giving uh, D'Angelo backlash after that, saying, oh, the Lakers, they, they should be tanking. Um, the Lakers are still horrible. Let's not get that uh, twisted. Uh, they have the second-worst record in the West. Uh, Phoenix only has one more loss. Uh, well, Phoenix, they have one more win than the Phoenix Suns, I'm sorry. And um, let's just face it, uh, the Lakers are playing some really good basketball. They're on a four-game win streak. Uh, they haven't had a win streak of that such since 2012-2013. Um, that was the last year where Kobe Bryant was, you know, himself. Um, and, yes, the last time they had a win streak of that such, the Lakers are playing some really good ball. Uh, they defeated some quality teams as well, the Grizzlies, the Spurs. And uh, it's just good to see, honestly, uh, you know, if you're giving D'Angelo backlash after that shot, man, you know, the kid lost his grandmother. And, uh, you know, it's bigger than basketball. It's more than just the game. Uh, I think it's I think it's a really cool thing. He hit that shot. If you saw the shot, the ball rolled around and then it went in. He said it rolled around and went in for his grandmother. So I thought that was pretty nice. Um, uh, the Lakers are still bad. Uh, I don't think this is going to really hinder their chances in the draft lottery. They should still secure a top three pick. Hopefully, they secure a top two pick. I want them to be able to take Lonzo Ball. I think that would do uh, great dividends for them going 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 forth. And, uh, yeah, that's enough about the Lakers. Uh, I'm going to head over and talk about the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, Saturday night, Damian Lillard had a career-high 59 points, uh, and they defeated the Utah Jazz. The Portland Trailblazers also locked up the eighth seed in the West, so they will face Golden State in the first round. Um, I think uh, it's a win-win for everybody unless you're the Denver Nuggets. Uh, the Nuggets, uh, they had the AFC for uh, quite some time, and they just they just fell apart at the end. Uh, I think it's a win-win for everybody unless you're the Nuggets, like I said, because uh, more people want to see the Trailblazers versus the Warriors than the Nuggets versus the Warriors. So let's say that. So before I switch gears and talk about another sport, I wanted to talk really quickly about the MVP race, I know a lot of people think Russell Westbrook deserves it after breaking Oscar Robinson's record, a record that has stood for 55 years. Um, that is a very impressive record, but 
I just want to talk about why he might not win it. And uh, I'm just going to just going to go briefly into some historics, uh, to some historical things. Um, back in 2004, 2005, you remember that year? Steve Nash won MVP. Uh, he was on the Phoenix Suns. Steve Nash averaged 15 and a half points and 11 assists. You know, people are probably wondering, wow, that's not really MVP type numbers. Well, yeah, he won MVP that year. Uh, the Phoenix Suns had a 62-20 and 20 record. I think that was best record in the league. I'm pretty sure it was best record in the West, but I believe it was the best record in the league. And his runner-up was Shaq. Shaq averaged 22 points and 10 rebounds, and the Miami Heat were 59-23. and 23. Shaq did get robbed that year, but if I were to say why the Phoenix Suns, well, why Steve Nash won is because the Phoenix Suns won 62 games that year. Uh, let's go to the next season after that, the 2005-2006 season, uh, where we saw Steve Nash win back-to-back MVPs. He averaged 18 points and 11 assists that year. The Suns finished with a 54-28 and record, uh, which was second best in the Western Conference. And uh, his runner-up was Kobe Bean Bryant who averaged 35 points, 5 rebounds, and 4 assists that year. And the Lakers had the 7th seed out west. And they won 45 games. They won 9 games less than Steve Nash's sons that year. And I'll be the first to say that Kobe Bryant got robbed. But I believe that Steve Nash won it because the Suns simply had a better record that year. And um, we're going to go to 2010-2011 where Derrick Rose won league MVP. And he averaged 21.7 rebounds and three assists. I'm sorry, it's 21.7 assists and three rebounds. And LeBron uh, was a member of the Miami Heat that year, and he averaged 26 points, seven rebounds, seven assists. And Miami had the two seed. They were 58 and 24. The Bulls uh, won, I believe, 60 games that year. So um, LeBron got robbed that year. If you look at it in in context, the MVP usually goes to the player who had a really good year, but they also had the best record. So I think that history says that Russell Westbrook may not win MVP, even though I believe he should win MVP. I mean, we average a triple-double, I think. And your team is still pretty competitive. Uh, Although they have the sixth seed, I think Russell Westbrook should win MVP. But... I'm I'm not sure. Uh, I think history says that James Harden will win MVP, but it's just going to be really interesting, so we're just going to have to see how that plays out. I'm going to switch gears uh, to the NFL. Uh, last week, Marshawn Lynch uh, visited the Oakland Raiders. Yes, Beast Mode visited the uh, Raiders last week. And... Um, According to Adam Schefter, it's only a matter of time before a deal gets done. But a report came out today that Marshawn Lynch has quietly expressed interest in the New England Patriots. That's that. That's very intriguing. He's quietly expressed interest in the New England Patriots if the deal with the Raiders does not happen. So um, that could be pretty deadly for the Patriots. They get Marshawn Lynch who is 30 years old, will turn 31 in a couple of weeks. But uh, he didn't have uh, – he didn't play last year, so he has a one-year uh, – doesn't have a year wear and tear on him. And he could basically feel the same void that LeGarrette Blunt filled last year. 
I think he could. I think he could be better than Legarrette Blount. Although I would like to see Marshawn Lynch land with the Raiders, uh, it's going to be pretty interesting to see how this all plays out. Because you know Marshawn Lynch has always been a pretty polarizing name and polarizing figure in the NFL, so we're just gonna have to see what happens. I'm gonna wrap up the podcast with some local news, like I do uh, all the time. Uh, local news over the weekend, Saturday night, the Washington Nationals got absolutely crushed by the Phillies. They lost seventeen to three. Look, I don't watch a lot of baseball, but I know if you lose 17 to three, that's like losing by 50 points in basketball or football. Like that is absolutely getting destroyed. You lose by 14 runs. Uh, that That's just crazy. Also in local news, the Wizards lost to the Miami Heat over the weekend. The Miami Heat are still trying to keep their playoff hopes alive. And uh, if they get the AFC, they'll play Cleveland in the first round. That'll be pretty interesting to see. But uh, the Wizards Play tonight on TNT against the Detroit Pistons. Uh, the Wizards have 48 wins. They have two games left. So if they win these last two, they can get 50 wins for the season. That would be pretty big. Uh, be a pretty big accomplishment. And uh, I also want to talk about some local news. Uh, many of you know in the DMV area, um, Quinn Cook over the weekend signed a two-year deal with the New Orleans Pelicans. And... Uh, that's a pretty big deal. If you're from this area, you know you know how hard that guy works. You know how deserving he is to be in the NBA. But I want to give a quick bio on Quinn Cook for those who may not know or may not have heard of Quinn Cook. Uh, Quinn Cook went to the Matthew Catholic High School. He was former All-Met Player of the Year uh, up until his junior year. After his junior year, he left the Matha for Oak Hill Academy. And after that, Quinn Cook went on to Duke to play for Coach K. And uh, his senior year, he was a key contributor to their championship run uh, when they defeated Wisconsin. Uh, he averaged 17 points that year. And uh, it was good to see him win. Uh, Duke had a pretty good team that year. They had Tyus Jones, uh, Justice Winslow, Jaleel Okafor. They even had Grayson Allen off the bench. Uh, after that, Quinn Cook went on to the D-League. Uh, he played a couple of preseason games but uh, with the Cavs, but and some summer league with the Thunder and a few other teams. But uh, after that, he went on in the D-League, and he was D-League Rookie of the Year. And uh, he received those honors, and uh, he was called up by the Dallas Mavericks this year on a 10-day contract. And then the Pelicans gave him a 10-day con contract. And he had another 10-day contract, and after his second one, they gave him a two-year deal. So that's pretty big. I'm pretty happy for Quinn. Uh, he deserves to be in the NBA. If you know Quinn, you know he deserves to be in the NBA. And I want to wrap things up by I just want to thank all my listeners. Uh, I want to thank everybody for the love and support that you all have been giving me. And, uh, hey, I love sports, so I'm, I'm going to keep talking about this. I love talking about sports. So I hope you all enjoy listening as much as I love talking about them. And I just want to thank you all for listening. And I hope you all are ready to grow with me because uh, that's what we're going to do here. Uh, just want to thank everybody for listening one more time. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Curry in the pot underscore. My SoundCloud is also Curry in the pot. And you can also follow my other Twitter, which is be like Mike. Uh, there's an X instead of the I and Mike. So B E L I K E M X K E. You can follow me on those. And uh, thanks for listening. I want to thank everybody one last time and I'm out. Curry in the pot episode four is done.